The Country Sport Breakfast with Brian Kelly on Gold. Joining us on the Country Sport Breakfast, the CEO of the ICC Women's Cricket World Cup, Andrea Nelson. One sleep to go, Andrea. You're not sure how much sleep. It's always pretty exciting on the eve of your first match. But um, look, it's been two and a half years in the making, so I'm so pumped to finally be at this moment. Yeah, absolutely. Did you did you actually ever think that it wouldn't get off the ground? Look, I'm an internal optimist. So no, absolutely right at the beginning of this, before COVID hit, before everything. You know, we spent a lot of time talking about why this event was so important. You know, the first of the three World Cups here in New Zealand, a huge platform for these incredible athletes. And, you know, there have been a few twists and turns along the way, but never lost sight of that. And, you know, watching, I had the privilege the other day of heading to Lincoln, seeing the White Ferns take on Australia and win. Yes. And I thought to myself, well, this is all very much worth it, isn't it? <laughs> and, and the White Ferns have been going so well in their warm-up games against India too, haven't they? Yeah, look, it's been a fantastic lead-in for them and just a great combination of their... You know, they're experienced players firing, but also some, you know, pretty exciting new talent. So for those that haven't had the chance to see them in action before, and I know plenty of people haven't, you know, the great news is these matches are going to be free to wear on Prime, the weekend White Ferns matches and the opening match. Or you can head down, there's actually tickets available. So you can head down to Tauranga or uh, Dunedin and see the girls. Yeah, the opening ceremony tomorrow against the West Indies. What's planned there as far as the opening ceremony side of it is concerned? Anything special? Yeah, now look, one day cricket's a long day, so you don't tend to plonk on an hour-long uh, hour long performance ahead of it. But we do, for people who are in Tauranga, I do suggest you get down there a little bit early. We've got a bit of music. You remember our tournament theme song, which is by a local artist, Jim Wigmore? So we've got a fantastic performance of that. And, um, you know, there'll be some great action before the, uh, the cricket starts. You are restricted as far as ticket sales are concerned and the capacity for Bay Oval, aren't you? Yeah, so across our venues, we'll be having 10% attendance. I mean, the thing about one-day cricket is that it's an incredibly safe place to be, you know. You stick mm. with your family bubble anyway. You've got grass banks in most of our venues you can really spread out on. So we think there should be nothing that kind of worries people. It should be a really fantastic day out. And uh, I know I'd be happy to bring my kids along, and I hope that people take the chance to do it. As far as the financial side of things concerned, will you make money out of it or will it, will it cost us? Oh, look, I mean, it's a, a, a Women's World Cup at this point is all about building the, a, a platform for the future. So, you know, we were, never, we were never really focusing on the revenues from tickets. It's mostly about creating the best possible atmosphere. You know, the, the global broadcast of these events is spectacular. 1.1 billion people watched the final of the T20 World Cup in 2020, you know. So we just want to show the world how much New Zealanders love women's sport and how much a, a great host of international events we are. You would have been dealing with the ICC throughout those two and a half years or so. Did they ever threaten to say, hey, I think, you know, COVID's too hard to sort of get over. We might pull up in? Look, there's been a lot of ups and downs, I think, for every event organiser. Um, but, you know, no, we've got a great partner in the ICC and they see the commitment New Zealand's made to women's sport and women's cricket in particular, but also women's sport more generally. So, no, it's been a fantastic journey with them. And I know that a lot of the guys are on the ground now and really excited to be out of MIQ and heading towards the venues. Yeah, that would have been quite a challenge, getting all these teams into the country, getting them into MIQ and then letting them get out and train. Well, look, you know, it's not lost on me that I think MIQ closes on Friday, right? Pretty much for vaccinated <laughs> travellers. But um, as you say, there's no point dwelling on the past. The team had a really good experience from what we understand. They were in good accommodation. They had the chance to train. And um, we actually had them out earlier than planned. So they got the good training in. 
And I've been at a few of the warm-up matches, and they're certainly showing a really good form across lots of teams. Well, certainly the White Ferns are looking great against the West Indies to start tomorrow, and then the, the uh, tournament will roll on. Grab your tickets. I think it's great. Thank you very much. Tickets.cricketworldcup.com. Now, we're going to be rolling out those tickets as we go with the changing in capacity. So do just keep checking back. Um, if there's no tickets today, there might be some more tomorrow. So tickets.cricketworldcup.com. Thanks, Andrea. All the best to the White Ferns. Cheers.